Welcome everyone to episode 97 of the RGW podcast. That is the Regular Guys Wrestling Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 6, 2019. My name's E-Rock and sitting beside me is none other than The Jimmer! I don't usually uh, preface my name with a the, hmm. but that's okay. Wait a minute. That's I, usually how I introduce the mind. Yeah, unfortunately, the mind is not with us just yet. Oh. Uh, okay. But I can see how you want to get that out of your system. Okay. I can understand. You, well, you get a you get a mind introduction. Oh, I mean, that's a, that's a huge honor. And the mind himself will be here later. He will. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? It's going good, man. Yeah? Yeah. We are talking... Dean Ambrose today. That's the plan, anyways. The lunatic fringe. Dino Ambi. His departure from WWE, it started off as a rumor, and now, apparently it's a fact, according to WWE.com. Actually confirmed last week, they actually referred to him by his real name. Oh, yes. Uh, what's his, la- jo- no, what's his name again? It's Jonathan Good. I wanted to call him something Justice, but I think oh, that's, uh, that's, that's another someone. That's possibly someone else. Someone from Winnipeg, I do believe. Scott Justice, I believe. Is that a, is that a real guy? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think so. Oh, plug for local wrestler. Oh man, <laughs> we love us some local wrestling. In addition to Dean, we're kind of be you know we'll touch on some other wrestlers that are rumored to want to leave the company. How it's kind of all intertwined together, and yeah, lots of rumors to talk about today. A lot of AEW stuff. You'd swear there's something going on with AEW. You'd almost think that. Maybe. Turns out it's actually all a dream. It's all a dream. It was just Impact Wrestling threatening to leave again, <laughs> but they just won't die. Before we get into the rumors, um, I, 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 as of yesterday, the mind had not watched it, but I just uh, caught a little bit uh, before I came of the halftime heat. Yeah, you know what? We're going to talk about that one as well today. Okay. Well, good, good call. I there almost we go. forgot. So we'll get into that. We're going to talk about that after the rumors before Dean Ambrose. Okay. There's our order of operations. It's, it's, like, it's going to be a halftime heat sandwich. Yeah. And it's actually halftime. It works. <laughs> it does work. It's RGW podcast halftime heat. It kind of sounds like this was planned. It almost seems that way. <laughs> yes, it was planned exactly what happened well okay then do you want to kick us off with rumor number zero one sure right on okay number one here wrestle votes claims aew has made a big offer to a quote unquote current big time wwe superstar Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I've been hearing this. I've heard it. Uh, I think I saw. I read it yesterday or today. Mm-hmm. It was Cody Rhodes, I think, that had posted something on Twitter related okay. to that. But he said, I'm not telling who it is. So I don't think it's Dean Ambrose because that's just kind of too obvious. Yeah. Do you have any guesses of who this might be? Because according to Cody's post, mm-hmm. this offer essentially cannot be refused. It sounds high. According to the information I've read... I don't think there's actually been any money talked about. Okay. Because apparently, um, from what I understand, if you're currently under contract with someone, you can't really try to, like, take them away. Do you think it could be... So, like apparently to... the rumor about AJ has been nipped in the bud. Yeah. Do you think it could be someone huge like Randy Orton? Though. You know what? The name that I hear is Randy Orton. No way. The name that I hear is not that an offer's been made to him, 
But what it's saying potentially is that he's been heard saying that he would not um, refuse a conversation oh, with AEW. Oh my! So like I don't know when his contract is up. I know nothing about that. I can imagine that if they if they threw, you know, Jericho money at him. Um, you know, potentially for a little bit of a you know a different environment. Yeah, he he might do it. Um, I think he's pretty set financially. I don't think he's been poor with his money. Well, he wants to kind of slow down a little bit, and I think AEW is giving that as an option. Yeah, probably. The only thing about about a guy like Orton is like he's still making really good money. Well, yeah, probably one of the top five. Yeah, probably top five for sure. He's make so he's making great money still. He can kind of come and go as he pleases, right. as as you as we've seen in the last year or two. Sure, he can kind of he he comes back for a little while. He's in a program, and he kind of takes off, and then he's back for a little while. And um, he's got five or six kids, so I think he his I think he likes to spend time with his family. He has that many children. Oh yeah, him Randy his, Orton, him and his wife. Yeah, they've got like five or six kids. They've got uh, they've got. Um, a quite young child, and then they've also got one ranging all the way up to like 12 or 13. 48. He's 48 years old. He's older than Randy. Yeah, it just worked out that way. He's like the Terminator. Yeah. But could you imagine having like, um, you know, Chris Jericho and Randy Orton? Yeah. Like, I, th- that could be amazing. They used to be a team, I think. Orton and Jericho, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Edge and Orton. Edge and Orton. Edge and Orton rated for sure. RKO. Rated RKO. They, they never did a Jericho, hey? Yeah, and Edge and Jericho were a team. It gets confusing. I'm almost certain they were, yes. Yeah, for a little while. Well, Jericho and Christian for sure. Yeah. Way back in the day. Yep. They did their thing. I remember they uh, remember they had bet uh, one Canadian dollar on who could get Trish Stratus first. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember that. You yeah. know, I could be wrong about that Edge and Jericho thing. I don't might, know, maybe they Christian. weren't ever a team. No. I think they've uh, they've certainly interacted. Oh, by far. Um, but yeah, they might have it might have been one of those things where they kind of missed each other like when it comes to like the main event. Cuz Jericho, he was kind of he was in the main event and then he was gone for a while. And then I think when he was gone, that's kind of when Edge got huge. It'd be kind of interesting eh, if you had to compare Edge and Jericho who is more over at the height of their career. It's actually a really hard one to think about. That would be tricky. I think it's Jericho by a hair, but it's hard to say. Or for a longer period. Well, certainly a longer period. Like Edge, really, if you think about it, he really only wrestled for about 10 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, in in the big show anyways, because he came in WWE about 98. Yeah, but he was a tag team partner for the most of his he, career. For a good chunk of his yeah. career. Like at first, For the first chunk, he was definitely exclusively tag team right um and then he got injured and then he came back and he was a singles wrestler and that's really when he skyrocketed into superstardom it's crazy about edge that he ended his career um at at his height like he remember he he beat uh who did he beat for Uh, the championship was it batista or was it taker neither neither of those guys it was uh the guy from uh from mexico Oh, Rose Alberto Theory. Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Was that his last? Was that his last match? Was, was his last match? Alberto Del Alberto Alberto, Alberto, Alberto Rob- Roberto Del Dito. <laughs> What's Roberto El Dito doing in the Impact Zone? Nah, you remember we were at the old Pony Corral in Winnipeg, and uh, 
You don't remember. <laughs> I don't like, remember. I don't... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm spaced out. And uh, we all thought Alberto Del Rio was going to beat him mm. and take the belt. You know, the new guy thing past the... No, Edge beat him with the education. Okay. And it retired like the next night it or so. It was the next night on Raw, yeah. But uh, yeah, he had... I just watched the Elimination Chamber just recently mm. where he went 2011, I believe it was. Okay. And uh, yeah, he faced people like Kane and Drew McIntyre. Oh. And um, Bad News Barrett. Without the bad news in front mm, of it, just weighty. And uh, Ray Mysterio, who he was, him and Ray were last two. Cool. And uh, yeah, maybe one or two other guys. Oh yeah, Big Show. Twenty eleven was twenty eleven. I believe it's twenty eleven. Mm, okay. Yeah. And uh, like a month later, he retired. Uh, I guess I'm off. Uh, I'm off on my uh, on my timeline a little bit because I was I was thinking that he was done in about like oh nine. No, no, no. It was later wasn't that, that early. Okay. Later than that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was world champ. He had the big gold belt. Uh, yeah, it was too bad he had to retire so early because crowd loved him. Yeah, he, crowd loved him right to the end. Like, I think he would have was been, really over at the end. He wasn't dying down or anything. No, no, he's. I think he still would have had a. I think he would have still had a really solid career for at least a few more years. Well, he had that kind of rock star, natural rock star look behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he was so charismatic. Oh God, was he ever amazing heel, amazing face? Yeah, yeah. He was one of those guys. That could really do both. Yeah. Successfully. Could. Successfully do both. Yeah. Better as a heel. But again, a lot of guys are better as a heel. I think people say, though, that like any any of interviews you watch, it's a, a lot easier to be a heel. It sure is. But then you had guys like Austin that was so good as an anti-hero, they, nobody took him seriously as a heel, you know, when he, when he turned around uh, WrestleMania 17. But... Mm. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I don't know. Like The Rock, would you say, towards the end of his career, I'd say he was a better face than a heel. But he was a really good heel around his nation era. Oh, for sure. Like, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. But he, in my opinion, when he fought Bill Goldberg, when Austin left, mm-hmm. I was just after WrestleMania 19, he wasn't a very good heel. But he was kind of just playing the cowardly heel. Mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. cowardly heels. They're not exactly the most entertaining. They're kind of more of a comedy relief heel, kind of like how Seth was for a bit. Yeah, yeah. With the well, uh, the authority. Yeah, yeah. Really though, like like the the cowardly heel though is kind of your classic heel. Like, yeah, that's, that's how, true. Like that's Ric how Flair. heels used to always be. That was that was absolutely. Ric Flair built a career on being the cowardly heel. That's true. That's true. So yeah, but um, I know what you're saying. So cool. All right, next rumor. Chris Jericho wants a match with Brock Lesnar, says the Observer, and that's what his recent tweets, which have since been deleted, were, in fact, all about. It's not expected to happen, considering Vinnie Mac himself will likely pay whatever it takes to keep Brock Lesnar in the WWE. And and uh, Brock Lesnar is all about the Benjamins. Like, I mean, what? Who, pretty much, I think, whoever gives him the most money, he's going to go to. Could he be one of these uh, wrestlers that could potentially move over the big-time player? I mean, it's. I don't think you can um, really count anybody out. I mean, there aren't too many people that we really know their contract situations, and I don't. I don't think Brock Lesnar's contract extends any any you know much past WrestleMania. In my opinion, and I could very well be wrong, but Brock Lesnar seems like a much more likely candidate to want to work at AEW mm-hmm. as opposed to Randy Orton. Yeah. But maybe in my mind, I'm just seeing Orton as a loyalist. 
uh, I could be very well incorrect about all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like um, a lot of a lot of uh, the talk online is while it could happen. Yeah, and while he apparently is, this is Orton I'm talking about. Sure. Um, he is potentially open to have a conversation about it. The the whole thought is first of all, yeah, he's making good money. Second of all, he's got flexibility. And could this just be a, a poker chip? Him just saying that it could it could even be Vince leverage. could easily give him more money just for that little. Oh yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem talking to them. Yeah, wink, wink. It could very well just be leverage. Because um, Orton seems like a kind of guy. He's at an age where does he want change? You know what I mean? He's got a family. We've t- talked about Ziggler and whatnot before. Mm-hmm. He's got a family. He's very much familiar with this atmosphere, mm-hmm. is with his environment. I heard about a year or two ago, uh, to my surprise, actually, he was happy with where he was at. And this was before his heel turn. Mm-hmm. This was before his heel turn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe he's just saying that because uh, Vince, you know, and if he sees anything like this, he's going to have a talk. And, hey, what can we do to make you happy? Mm-hmm. And, uh bump up that paycheck by who knows could very well be fifty thousand dollars more a year even uh, who knows um the other side of the coin is if they if there was a big money offer on the table like right now well i mean i guess probably by they're hoping by may they have a television show but like but there's i don't think there's going to be any um excessive touring right especially in the first little while so he might not. Ha- he might only need to work like once a week. That'd know? be pretty sweet, eh? So no to house ma- shows to make some so- to make some fantastic coin, and o- and have to work less. Yeah. Well, I'm- that's why Kurt Angle. One of the reasons why he went to Impact, right? Yeah. Less traveling. Less traveling. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, Lesnar is getting paid hand over fist, and he he only shows up like once a month. Very easy, easy job. Yeah. Same thing with you know how Goldberg was in. When he when he when he came back when he came to the WWE the first time, and even his second time, he didn't do any house shows, so that wasn't too difficult. He just no. came and worked the the Raws and and whatnot, mm-hmm. and and that's it. And you know Ronda Rousey for a, a good period there, she wasn't really doing too too much either. Now she's doing Raws, but apparently Ronda doesn't do any house shows for the most part. Yeah, the, for the I, most part she does some the for odd, sure. Some not, yeah. like she probably does maybe a. Not even a quarter and it's of a, what the and regular it's a spectacle women for her do. to show up, right? It is, yeah. yeah it's like a special it, thing. It's almost like you know, um, when when Lesnar showed up in Winnipeg, that was huge. Two three years ago, like that was massive. That was very memorable. In fact, that's one of my most memorable moments in Winnipeg is that match with Sheamus. Yeah, and you liked it too. I liked it too. Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was cool to see Lesnar. I mean, that, he's he's an attra- at the end of the day, he is an attraction. Yeah, and that's Ronda too. Like she's an attraction. You don't you you're not going to see her every single house show. So when she does show up, it is special. I saw it as a compliment to to be honest with you to our city that uh, he likes Winnipeg. And he lives only a province over from us. Yeah, he only he's only like four or five hours away. He comes and watches Jets games once in a while. He does, yeah. So it was a compliment. It's, you know, he doesn't hate us, which was kind of cool because he's not the happiest camper in the world. <laughs> that is for sure. So, yeah, it was cool. Good, me- good memory. Yep. All right, moving on here. When word of the details of Chris Jericho's contract with AEW reached WWE locker rooms... Observer Radio says people were quote-unquote stunned. While not as big as someone like John Cena's deal, it's said to be on the upper end of the WWE pay scale. 
This would explain why on PW Insider Elite Audio, Mike Johnson, if that is his real name, <laughs> said there was a buzz of activity backstage at SmackDown as WWE officials pulled everyone within two years or less aside and talk to them about signing longer <laughs> contracts. That, wow, that is a heavy hit. That says a lot. Yeah. I wonder how much Jericho is getting paid. Do you think um, five mil? Over three years? Yeah. I would say Is that what so. it is, three years? It's a three-year contract. That's probably a good guess, right? He said it was like NHL money. And there's... Well, I don't think he's making as much as Austin Matthews, but did you hear about Austin Matthews? No. Plays for the uh, Maple Leafs. Okay. Toronto Maple Leafs. He uh, just signed a new deal, a four-year deal, which will see him making $11 million a year. Wow, a year? A year. That's not NHL not money. Over, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. But like, That's like baseball or NBA money. That's there. big money. That's big, big money. So I don't think it's that big, but, you know, it could be two, it could be, you know, couple million a year or at least a million a year probably more my guess it's it's more than a mil a year five million like you said yeah, in, yeah i think five sounds about right so that's one and a, that's one and a quarter maybe million a even year. six one to two million a year between there yeah is my guess cool which so, is pretty sweet it's a lot of cheddar i think i'd take that wouldn't you um yes <laughs> yes i would and without thinking about it would you become a professional wrestler tomorrow if they offered you that i wouldn't even think about it you wouldn't even think about it. no put those tights on let me do it just job me out <laughs> job me out. shall you power bomb me now or later exactly on this bed of tax do you want me to throw myself on or are you right. going to do it for me yeah yeah if it means i can pay off my house tomorrow kill me now <laughs> well i would like to see my kids yeah. graduate so maybe not kill Don't me kill but me but you know you can damage me <laughs> take take my leg <laughs> you're in a wheelchair <laughs> lex luger shows up oh no time to eat Woo! give me some of the calf fat that calf looks right for the pickings <laughs> it has this giant bun with ketchup and mustard in it and apparently lex luger is now irish oh yeah well i was just yeah different person all, fat baller they're all the same Fat Balor is Lex Luger. <laughs> Fat Luger Balor. Speaking of... Fat Balor. Finn Balor. Oh, who's that? He's Fat Balor's skinnier cousin. Oh! Okay. Um, He's been posting pictures on Instagram. Nudes. No. <laughs> of him standing with recent AEW signings. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Ooh. He puts no caption. Maybe he's the big time. Look at this. We're just making rumors. So, so far we've got Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, and Finn Balor as potential signings. That's right. Hmm. Interesting. Which of those three could you see moving over out of all? To be honest, out of the three, I could see Finn Balor. I could see Finn with his buddies. Yep. Yep. And now I don't know... He's not exactly being used very well. No, he certainly is not. Uh, well, and, well, I guess he's going now. He must be going for like the Intercontinental title. This past week on Raw, he fought, for some reason, Leo Rush. Wow. And, yeah, okay, go to AEW. And he had a bit of a hard time with him. What? That said, he was still kind of like holding, you know, he was selling the rib injuries against Lashley. Well, I hear Vince really likes Leo, so maybe that they didn't, they didn't want to bury the guy. I suppose, but you've got this guy who... Um, you know, not even a month ago was challenging for the universal title, um, having a hard time with essentially Bobby Lashley's manager. 
<laughs> that is a way to look at it. So, you can look at it as Bobby Lashley's manager or one of the top heels in 205 Live. Like, however you want to look at it. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if there's much there for him. Yeah. So I think if AEW did come around and they said, hey, here's some uh, here's some cheddar. They're like, hey, yo, here's some cheddar. Oh, that's really cool. Thanks, Jericho. But one question. Why are you talking like Scott Hall? It's my thing, all right? Never you mind. <laughs> Throws Spits a toothpick. a toothpick at him. Ah, right in my eye! Gee, Jericho uh, doesn't get along with Scott Hall. No? No, never has. Oh, I wonder why. He said that on his podcast, I believe. Uh, it was because Scott Hall was a bully to him. Oh, okay. Almost his entire career. Really? He, he doesn't have time for that. Mm. Uh, I see his point of view. Yeah. If Hall was a jerk, Hall was a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he was to some. Yeah. It's interesting because apparently Jericho always got along with Nash. Yeah, I could see. It. Sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, he's a sweetheart too. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, those what show on YouTube was that? That was, I think it's Kayfabe Commentaries. Yeah. And I always thought he was a jerk, eh, Nash? But he's got his wine in his hand, holding it all kind of posh-like. Yeah, he is, eh? Oh, yeah, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, it keeps going. Love that guy. Used to have a problem with him. Loved him to death. Uh, Bill Goldberg. Everyone thinks he hates Goldberg. Sweetheart. <laughs> Love that guy. Just loves the shit out of everyone. Yeah, And even the, the host of the show is like, you don't really... You love everyone. Sweethearts. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <gasps> Sweetheart. Yeah, Nash is funny. Uh, he's a funny guy. I didn't listen to it yet, but DDP was on Jericho's podcast last week. Oh, yeah? It was his first time on Talk is Jericho one-on-one. So What? And yet he plugs him for how many years? I know, it? right? It's always, always loaded with... DDP stuff. I've been talking about DDP yoga and DDP Probably and everything. three, four years now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, um, yeah, well, DDP is really good friends with Austin. Right. Really good friends with Nash. Yep. Um, well, probably guess, and Hall. Oh, Hall and, for and sure. Jake. Of course, Hall for sure. Jake. Jake was his mentor. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> now, now he's Jake's mentor. <laughs> yeah, the other, the other way around. Yeah, yeah, they helped each other out. Yeah, for sure. It's funny. They're actually, I think they're pretty much the same age. Really? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, like Come DDP. On. Got, well, DDP got into wrestling way late, right? Then Jake Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Well, Jake Roberts has been wrestling since the early '80s, but Jake got into That's it what young. Drugs and alcohol will do. Whereas to DDP folks. got into it really late. Like DDP didn't start wrestling till like 35. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. right? He started late, just like um, who else? I guess Batista started late. Batista started. He was already in his 30s. Lashley? No, not Lashley. He was young. Yeah. So speaking of starting late, look who just. Drop by. It's the main. Mindamania is back. Finally. In action. <laughs> Finally, the mine has come back. We, to the RG. We've been Double. sitting here doing nothing for like 23 minutes. I've been twiddling our thumbs. Yeah, I know. Exactly. The first, first 23 minutes of this podcast is just silence. Silence, dead silence. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode 97 of the RGW Podcast. <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to introduce ourselves. And we're just going to wait. <laughs> please please stand by the outer limits. It's been 15 <laughs> minutes. Not quite here yet. We do Anytime We now. do minute updates. <laughs> it's now uh, 4.45 in the a.m. And you're watching Perspectives. I'm back to Kinsman Jackpot Bingo. <laughs> it's good times. 
All right, mine. You want to kick us off with our next rumor? Rumor number four. Sure thing. So, according to the Observer, AEW—that's all Elite Wrestling folks—wants a lot of talent at the February seventh ticket announcement for Double or Nothing. That could very well be where Kenny Omega is revealed as the new signing. Another rumor for potential signing. So we're just discussing before their mind how, so far. We predict that it could be, well, this is certainly just a rumor that we're kind of developing ourselves, could be Orton, Lesnar, yeah, or I Finn Balor. Yeah, this They're looking to talk to Orton, eh? Orton, Lesnar, or Balor, we're thinking, is uh, the Balor? potential. Never know. That'd be insane. Well, the, uh, the only reason I'm talking about Balor potentially well, Orton would probably because... be the most insane out of all three. Yeah, that's I think he would be. But, but just, just uh, the things he's been posting on uh, on uh, Instagram the last day or Ballard? two. Yeah. Oh, really? Like him standing next to Neville and standing next to Jericho. Oh. And, you he's know, just... friends with all of them. He's oh, kind of okay. been underutilized. The thing is, yeah, with, with Orton, the, way, the reason why it would be the craziest is he kind of seems like he's very much a WWE guy, but so is Jericho. But Orton's kind of a full-time. Jericho certainly but I don't wasn't. Know if Jer- but I don't know if Orton's worked anywhere else. That's right. No, and he's, he's probably a WWE very product. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. He is a WWE product. OVW! OVW to the max. Whereas Jericho definitely is not a WWE <laughs> no. product. God, no. And uh, Finn Balor's not either. Finn no. Balor is from, was on the Independence, was in New Japan. Right, Europe, right. Japan. Mexico? I don't know about Mexico. I'd be I'm very surprised sure. if Kenny doesn't go to AEW. Shocking. Well, I think we uh, we talked about it last week, where um, the word is that WWE did give him a very very nice offer. Yeah. Or maybe it was offline. I don't remember. But um, and he turned it down. Yeah. So where like, else would he go? It was like the third highest offer next to Lesnar and Cena. And they were gonna give him his own YouTube show. Yeah, that's kind of a weird. Yes, that's true. Oh, like a like a video game a type video show. Video game show. Like an up up down down kind of thing. Or <laughs> I I was surprised when he said. I, when I put I, I mentioned video game series, and then do you think it's because you get a lot of money from YouTube? Is that why it's potentially a good offer? No, because he's a big nerd. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> I know he's <laughs> no, you rock because he's a big nerd. Him and New Day. You'd be the fourth <laughs> member of the New Day. Oh no, day one, we have a new member. He walks out, pulls. Pulls pancakes out of his shorts. He's wearing blackface. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, 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 God. Uh, in this day and age, Kenny, what are you doing? That, that, that's what we were doing. That again, based on the Royal Rumble, I guess anything could happen nowadays. <laughs> he looks at the guys from the New Day. You guys are wearing blackface? <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're whiter than me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It's got dark. <laughs> so did Kenny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Moving along. <laughs> Moving along. Dave Meltzer mentioned on Wrestling Observer Radio that AEW. That's all elite wrestling, folks. It is down to two. Count them two potential television partners. And then if they can close a deal, it'll likely be the best deal cut by a promotion other than WWE. Since WCW was on TNT in the late 90s, mid to late 90s. Well, you guys are cable TV nerds. Which uh, which station would pick them up? Well, that's a weird observation for one thing, because WCW and TNT were both owned by the same company. No, no, no. Well, well yes, I, I see what you're saying, yes. 
<laughs> that's a TV nerd thing right there. So it's like did. we're gonna give you millions of dollars. It's like you own us. Just put them on. That'd be like uh, <laughs> that'd be like man, what a score! Monday Night Raw, WWE Network. It's <laughs> like um, yeah. you kind of already own the network. Yeah. That's a good, really, good analogy. Good analogy. Not really a score. So, anyways, um, I, yeah, where would they go? Uh, probably, I mean, they could do TBS potentially. That might be on the on the uh, on the cards there. The new TBS, they're looking for stuff. Yeah, I wonder if they might try. Uh, I wonder if, say, like Paramount Network would try. You know, the old Spike TV. If they might try wrestling again, what do you think? Mm. They're in a lot of households. They're in a lot of households. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, but they're by Viacom, right? It's still owned by Viacom. That's true. Uh, oh, so, uh, Paramount, you mean? Yes. Yes, correct. Yeah. And I don't know if they'd have, like, because... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. That was before. I was thinking USA. I was thinking when they were on. But no, no, no. USA is a different company yeah. completely. They're both, they're both on USA. They're on USA. is owned by uh, NBC. NBC Universal. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So never mind about that. So, I mean, yeah. So it could be Paramount. I don't. Again, I don't know if they'd be going back into the wrestling game. Um, I wonder, actually, just get, sorry, getting away from AEW, but currently Fox actually broadcasts a little bit of Ring of Honor. I wonder if now that they're, now that they're going to be doing SmackDown, they're probably not going to play Ring of Honor on any of their stations anymore. Good question. That's a local Fox affiliates choice though, I think. So I don't know if that'd be like the same thing. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's hard to say. Because not every Fox affiliate does Ring of Honor does ring of honor yeah. yeah 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 whereas like wwe is actually going to be on like their prime time fox right. kind yeah. of thing like it's going to be on you know seven o'clock on friday nights yeah. or american idol or some oh well we get some american idol on where did you know. two get your your tv station knowledge this this is this is very interesting to me i don't know very strange you watch, from TV, your parents? You watch tv and you remember the channels no <laughs> no no there's more to it one day you'll realize this is actually very interesting very unique a lot of people don't understand all this HBO and, well, and Paramount. A, and one day we'll have a whole podcast all about it. All right, that yeah. and the weather. And I won't be here. Oh, I'll be here for the weather, though. <laughs> Love me the weather. Peter Rock will stay around for some <laughs> weather talk, and then he'll... Uh, vamoose! Vamoose! <laughs> you just hear me jump through a glass window. <laughs> well, I'm out! It'd be like in The Simpsons where you hear like the pitter-patter. Like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> Grandpa plane. and Grandpa Simpson still still there. Hello, I'm lonely and need my pills. Which one of you is the mailman? <laughs> oh yeah, it's a it's like a wolf. I'm cold and there's wolves after me. No, it's me. no, he's the dog and cat are standing there. Which one of you is the mailman? They kind of look at each other. <laughs> Love it. All right, next rumor. Dave Meltzer, the legend himself, speculates after working WrestleMania and the next Saudi Arabia show, Paul Heyman will negotiate with AEW. That's all e-wrestling, folks. UFC. Hey, what does that stand for, mine? Ultimate Fighting. And WWE for Brock Lesnar's next deal. So we pretty much covered that already, except for the fact that Paul Heyman's going to, from a shoot perspective, be... <laughs> making deals for Brock Lesnar? Is he actually his actual manager? I, I, he was just an I personally don't think he is. I know they're buddies, and like even when he was in UFC, he always hung out. Shouldn't but Dave Meltzer know this? That this is a, this is a work. 
<laughs> Wrestling's a work, Dave. You see Melcher's there beside Brock and, and Heyman. And uh, you see uh, Brock Lesnar's holding his coat. And he looks at uh, Paul. Uh, excuse me, shouldn't you be holding Mr. Lesnar's coat? Um, what? <laughs> actually, Les- actually, Lesnar's holding my coat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my coat, jerk. Get out here, Meltzer. He's actually he's actually my manager. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard walks past, throws a coat on Meltzer. Here, hold mine. FDM. I want your cooties on it. Oh. Next up, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey is scheduled for the main event at WrestleMania 35. As SI reports, that's Sports Illustrated, folks. So I've heard. But Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Yes. SI does stand for Sports Illustrated. That's what you heard. <laughs> will also be referred to as the main event during the build-up to the match. So they have to have a, a shared co-main event? That's right. Well, they've had they've had um, WrestleManias where they've had technically three main events. Triple main event. So, I mean, they could easily, like, whichever, like, effectively, whatever match goes on last is the main event. However, they can totally bill... The card is being a double main event. They do it. They've done a WrestleMania. They do it at you in UFC all the time. What about Daniel Bryan? We're forgetting about Daniel Bryan. A tuple main event. Isn't Daniel Bryan a main eventer? No. Oh, okay. Okay. It's Just going on first. F- and you'll like it. <laughs> in, the, in the prelims. It's been well established. Pre-show. That the, that, uh, the SmackDown superstars... Don't matter. They do not matter. They... they they certainly don't. <laughs> it's going to be Leo Rush versus Daniel Bryan. Leo well, Rush wins. Well, getting back, like um, we were talking about Finn Balor potentially being a, one of the guys moving on. Well, I mean, two weeks ago he was challenging for the Universal title. This past week on Raw, he was having a hard time with Leo Rush. <laughs> well, I guess it was supposed to be Lashley, but he got bamboozled. Bamboozled. But he's still... I know. Still. I know. I know. Anyways. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you could still easily refer to Seth Rollins and uh, Brock Lesnar as the main event, even if they don't go on last. You see Seth Rollins goes to AEW after winning the Royal Rumble and going to WrestleMania. Wins the title of WrestleMania. Takes <laughs> it to AEW. <laughs> Gets everything you could possibly ask for and leaves the company. He'll just he'll call himself the real world's champion. Yeah. Wow. They'll have to uh, like uh, blur it out. Right, like they did with Ric Flair back yeah. in the day. Yeah. And then at the end when he finally wins the title, he'll just be like Ric Flair this is the only title in wrestling that means anything. The All Elite Wrestling Championship. The All Elite Wrestling Championship. It's a giant A. <laughs> With a tear in my eye. This is the greatest day of my life. Your favorite- Ooh, it's the greatest day of my life. <laughs> because I got me some of the next Greatest cat. day of my life, brah. <laughs> Dude, pass me that J, yo. Even better than it went out. Totally na- nailed that wave, brah. <laughs> He's talking about surfing. <laughs> Did somebody call for a bro? Oh, no. Perhaps the original bro. Oh, God. Riddle. Maybe Riddle will go. Can you imagine Riddle leaves? He just got He there. just started. He's like, oh, I can't fight Cassius Ono again. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. He's not a knockout artist. He's more of a sandwich artist. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some sandwiches. <laughs> he sure does. 
He makes an excellent canopy. At least that's the way the shirt kind of hangs over his belly. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum shade. Excellent canopy. <laughs> Interesting thing. Um, the different. There's the only difference between a rich man, a poor man, and a dead man. This is an old an old Scottish joke. The rich man has a canopy on top of his bed. The rich, the poor man has a canopy under his bed, and the dead man canopy at all. Oh, <laughs> he's here all night. That's Don't a, try the beef. That's a thinker. <laughs> all right. Um, moving on here. Charlotte is still potentially going to be added to the Becky Lynch Ronda Rousey match. I don't see, don't see how she couldn't be. That's sad. Poor, poor Becky Lynch. I feel Becky and her fake leg. this is a mistake. Um, I really don't want to see it. I don't think the fans really want to see it. But I think that's the direction they're going to go. You know why they're doing this? They're doing this because Rousey's leaving. And they want to cram. They want to give Charlotte that last opportunity to wrestle her. And they just love Charlotte. They it's, do love Charlotte. I have a feeling if Rousey wasn't leaving, they'd probably let Becky have her one-on-one match. But because Rousey's leaving, they need to cram Rousey in there too. Has anybody confirmed that or Charlotte? She's no, Charlotte. Thank you. R- Rousey? Yeah. Uh, there's like uh, no one's actually confirmed it. Not like they did with Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Which is overall is a weird thing for WWE to do. Yeah. We talked about it last week on the podcast. And okay. It was basically her talking about her fallopian tubes or something. Like yeah, she had this big, huge thing about um, this big rant online about how nobody can tell her how to treat her body or oh, whatever. Yeah, right. Even though basically somebody just went, so we hear you're, uh, you're leaving. Don't you be talking about my uterus. <laughs> it's my body. I can do what I want with it. Well, it's wanna... my body. And I'll have a baby if I want to. You leave me and my tampons alone. <laughs> I'm just asking you if you're staying with the company. It's you sick freak. I just want to know if you take a picture. <laughs> I just asked for a selfie. Yeah. I don't want to know anything I'll about... give you a selfie. <laughs> I, was just, I was just asking you for a pen and piece of paper. Just need to write a number down. Well, that's where I keep them. <laughs> you leave my menstruation cycles alone. <laughs> what? <laughs> I only have a red pen. That's so gross. That's so gross. Wow, he went there, folks. Turns out I don't have one. Here, I'll just take it out of that wrestler's mouth there. What's, I don't what's, know what that means. What's that, the that, next? that wrestler that put a tampon in the other wrestler's Oh, mouth. yeah, that Priscilla oh. Kelly. Was oh. that her name? <laughs> Mine's like, I did not see that, and I'm glad I didn't. He's like, I don't pay attention to indies. <laughs> well, I don't, but... yeah, No, I think I heard something like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it something was, did something somewhere. It was, it was a controversial. Yeah. It was gross. There was a bit of controversy, yeah. All right, next up. Post-wrestling has word on several injuries WWE stars are dealing with as of right now. The top of that list is Seth freaking Rollins, who is hurt enough that he's missing house shows and is not expected to wrestle again until he recovers. Dave Meltzer, the legend himself, said on Wrestling Observer Radio that the issue Rollins is dealing with is a bad back. Oi, my back. Oi, my back. My back's so sore, brah. Bah. 
So according to Meltzer, he'll be okay for WrestleMania, but could miss Elimination Chamber, Eric Bischoff's creation. <laughs> Meltzer also mentioned that AJ Styles is currently suffering from hernia. Okay. Get well soon, Mr. Styles. Although, isn't he still around? He's around. Yeah, he's still yeah. wrestling. He was on SmackDown. Yeah, that, that kind of an injury shouldn't necessarily stop you. It's after the surgery, he probably won't be able to do anything for... Could be up to two months, actually. You might not see him for a couple weeks. Might take off after WrestleMania. There you go. Take a break. Take a break. Have a Kit Kat. Go to Vegas. See go what to, happens. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Vegas like the mind told me. I cheated on my wife. No, I meant there's going to be a Vegas show sometime in May. With somebody. It you might have It might have a, a, a some kind of an instance of like two things. Perhaps a double. <laughs> oh my God, Styles. Who did you cheat on your wife with? Samoa Joe walks out. Oh, Wendy. <laughs> oh, wow. At least I thought it was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Kept poking me in the back. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh. So speaking of AJ Styles, <laughs> although his contract expires in April and he has friends in AEW, that's all the wrestling folks, it appears AJ will be signing a new contract with WWE per... The Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Yes, actually, there's been on Twitter, somebody somebody tweeted that uh, sources say that AJ Styles' contract is running out, um, and he's decided to not si- sign or something. Oh, really? And he actually said on Twitter, that's news to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think it's, I think it's too comfortable. Uh, again, he's got a young family. Much like Randy Orton, so I mean that was a factor of him potentially staying around, but also potentially a factor of him moving on. So it's really hard to say. Yeah, good point. Uh, but um, AJ Styles, like we talked about this a few weeks ago, I think, is one of uh, ex- an, again probably top, one of the top five when it comes to salaries. Like he's making great coin. Yeah, that merch money is hard to turn down, and it would be hard to turn down. You know, who's top five? AJ. No, uh, who do you think it is? Who Le- Lesnar, Cena, Les- AJ Orton. Uh, I probably I would say Rollins. Oh, salaries based on yeah, Rollins is probably in there now. Yeah, I top think... five now. Just just straight money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably not Rollins then. No. No, he's probably approaching, but uh, top that'd ten. Be a solid four. Top twenty-five. Let's see who would be five. Yeah. Do you think? But Sheamus is doing all right. Guys Sh- been, he's yeah, been around Sheamus forever. Perhaps Roman. Yeah, Reigns. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah Roman, Roman probably. Romano Reigns. Romano Reigns. Yeah. His uh, his brother is a uh, Ray, Ray Reigns. No, Ray Romano. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey Roman, where are you? Oh, Deborah. It's kind of a weak impression, but <laughs> I didn't do it because I didn't want to f it up. So. What he sounds like? You have to do like Kermit the Frog voice. And yeah, I think it's kind of the same. <laughs> Hello there, Deborah. No. Hello, my no. name is Ray Romano. Okay. Maybe you can't do a curve. No. <laughs> Maybe the mind can. No, probably not. No, he's he not doesn't take a quest. Here, I'll be Ray's brother. Hey, Raymond. Wow, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Kermit. That, that sounded more either. like. That sounded like. Like Fozzie. 
a little bit of a little oh, bit yeah, fuzzy. That was in like there. a fuzzy, yeah. And that or somebody with a harmonica stuck in her throat. <laughs> hey Kermit! I my name is my name's Ray Romano. You sound more like the guy that does like the bobcat, yeah, bobcat with the talking horse. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> yeah, bobcat's got the hi guys. Ah, are you? Kind of talking horse. <laughs> What's that? Kind of talking horse. <laughs> you don't know what movie I'm talking about? No. Yeah, he was in a talking horse movie. Oh. Bobcat. I don't remember what it's called. That's from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> it's a thing. You're making this up. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> look it up, folks. We'll look it up. And then send us an email at regularguyswrestling at gmail.com. Bobcat talking horse. <laughs> <laughs> and introducing the talking horse as the woman he loves. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bobcat Goldwaith. The talking horse. Love at first clop. <laughs> All right, let's move along here. I will. Poo- I'll prove you guys wrong. I thought he was gonna poo somewhere. I am gonna poo. There we go. Hot to trot, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, wow. I told you so. Wow, it was literally him and a horse. It, it most he, certainly is. Oh, you know, I think he won an Oscar for that. Yeah. <laughs> also starring a young Dabney Coleman. <laughs> Dabney Coleman. John Candy was in it. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was a hit back in the day. Who's the voice of the horse? Bobcat. Bobcat. Oh, Bobcat was the voice. I think he's both. Oh, oh I didn't realize he was the voice of the horse. <laughs> what a terrible voice to be a horse. Grab a horse! <laughs> Doesn't work at all. <laughs> That's him. You guys should look at IMDb and what Bobcat looks like for his photo. <laughs> he's got a pen mustache. Hi, my name is Pen Mustache. I love that. That's his serious photo. That's like his headshot. Yeah, for paid a lot of money for that. Oh goodness! Paid a dude the take a picture of me in the back of his car. Yeah. All right, moving on here. It is looking unlikely the Triple H will be ready for a match against Dave Bautista or anyone else for WrestleMania 35, per Sports Illustrated. Damn. Also sucks. known as SI. Yes. Yeah, because we were saying that there was two matches we were interested in, right? That Triple H could. Uh, was it? Oh, no, no, no. We wanted to see Batista. That was really the only one I'm interested versus in. Versus Triple H? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Who was it else? It wasn't... Um, Sullivan? No, it wasn't Bobby Lashley. Kevin Sullivan? Lars Sullivan. Oh. God. There's nowhere to be found. I'd be more interested in seeing him with Kevin Sullivan at this point. Oh, no. We wanted to see uh, Brock Lesnar versus Batista. That was the other option. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Batista, Triple H, or Batista, Brock. The that Battle was the only... Ohio. What's that? The Battle of Ohio. Okay, OVW. Yeah. Well, that's certainly not happening because Brock Lesnar is still the champion. That'd be an amazing match, eh? The, uh, if you had the four or five, if you want to throw Shelton in there too. You could have gone into some really cool directions. Like if, if, Like if Finn Balor won um, against oh, Brock title. Lesnar miraculously and he was the champion going yeah. into WrestleMania, you could have had some really neat storylines. You could have, That would have freed up Brock Lesnar to potentially fight someone else, potentially like a Batista. Um, you could have had Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins, which, I mean, that that, that could be, you could easily um, bill that as a rematch from the Universal Title Tournament yeah. from well, th- three years ago. I think they've had ago. a rematch, but yeah, okay. But not not for the title. No? It no. wasn't for the title. No, it was just, just a straight-up match? Because Finn Balor... Well, I guess they fought at WrestleMania 34 in a triple threat for the Intercontinental title, but... Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking. Right no, I guess you're right. It doesn't really count. No. No, well, this will be the first time that Seth Rollins is fighting Brock Lesnar. One-on-one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. 
Like, he's been in a triple threat match with him before, yeah. but this is his first one-on-one match. Right. Actually, um, a couple of triple threat no, matches. No, I don't think actually. it is. First no, I think Seth has fought Brock before in a one-on-one match. Mm, Lesney? Lesney? Mm. Yeah. They were supposed to fight the night after WrestleMania 31, but they never did. Rocky Boy? Yeah. That's when Cole got F5 out of his shoes. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Sold the crap out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next rumor. WWE is searching for answers to Raw and SmackDown's recent ratings, says Wrestling Observer Radio. And, quote-unquote, we're going to see a lot of risks taken now as the company tries to please its TV partners and protect its biggest revenue stream for the future. Yeah, well, I mean, Raw and SmackDown, like, in the last few months like have had record lows record lows like the the worst ratings in the entire history of these programs so um that i mean that cannot fill these companies like USA and Fox spent with like tons of money on them who just who just spent tons and tons of money on them can't fill them with confidence that man these guys are going to be able to bring us like millions and billions in ad revenue. Agreed. And that's probably why they did the whole Naya thing at the rumble and whatnot. Just to get, I guess to get people talking. Absolutely. Get people talking, get people watching. Yeah. Hey, what's they want to make it so that like, for example, back in the attitude era, even though like we've said, um, not everything was great. In fact, there was a lot of terrible stuff. Rose-colored glasses. We definitely remember those days with, and, and we look that look back at them with rose-colored glasses sometimes. Check out listennotes.com, and you can listen to that podcast. There you go. However, um, you can't deny that from the periods period of say late 1997 up to like you know the early 2000s for sure that it. Raw was must watch. Yep. Like you wanted to see what happened, even if you didn't care a lot about most of the stuff on it. You wanted to see what was going to happen. You wanted to see the main guys. You wanted the thing, to see the, the main thing guys. Was, though, What's going to happen next week? We Gotta did watch care. It. We did care about most of what was on Raw. That's what was different back then. We even cared about all the crappy, like the Kai and Tai stuff and all that. Well, it was just choppy off peepee. I don't remember that being very good. That was great. Great. Golden stuff. Anyways, but like the like the Godfather stuff and like the Valvinus stuff and the New Age Outlaws stuff. That was fun and it was fun for sure. But yeah, but you, di- ca- but you cared like you didn't like, kind of like for, forget about them. For no, sure. who are these guys? Ah, who cares? That's true. You didn't have that who cares attitude. Exactly. Whereas right now on Raw and SmackDown, you know, probably eighty percent of the roster, you turn on the show and you're like. I could do without this. Well, who is it that said... Maybe more. Who is it that said... Was it Jericho that said everyone in the Attitude Era should be in the Hall of Fame? Someone said that. Maybe. Could recently. have. Yeah. Now, I don't think I agree with that, but, you know, they kind of mentioned that, so... Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah, but but um, everyone in the Attitude... Well, mind you, made a good point in that um, you cared about them to a certain extent. You still remember who they are. For sure. Whereas now, you could watch an episode of Raw... And have trouble remembering what happened. I mean, even like the, Val, chunk of it. the Val Venus stuff even back then was, to a degree, interesting. Nowadays, if you had that kind of stuff, that would be like bottom of the... That would be like kind of like Fandango and whatnot. It'd be forgotten immediately. It was just... It all mattered back then. It's very different from today. There was a lot well, of filler would, garbage. I think they went... Well, I think... 
you know, people always hate on Vince Russo, but he went up and down the roster and gave everybody meaning. Sure. He did. Okay. It was when he went to WCW that he just dropped the ball. Oh, well, he was burned out. I think yeah. he was burned out. That could be. But but not only that, like the the whole thing about it is that at the end of the day, Vince McMahon still calls the shots. That's right. So Vince, yep. they had this guy Vince Russo that said, "Hey, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this and this and this." Now maybe three of those five ideas were great. So Vince would say, "Yes, let's give them. Let's let's try them out." But those other two ideas, garbage. We're not going to go with those ones. But let's go with these three. Whereas in WCW. Vince Russo would have come in and said, okay, let's do this, 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 and this. And then be like, yeah, go for it. Do whatever you want. And um, he'd, he'd do them all, yeah. and they would all be terrible. Or I think the first, I think six the, out of seven would be awful. Because I think McMahon said that Vince Russo was best he needed working a filter. under He Vince needed a filter. Needed Absolutely a filter. needed a filter. But I think those first few months of Vince Russo and WCW were pretty good, too. They were Okay. Um, was that was that when they had was that when they split it up and they had the Millionaires Club? No, no, no. That was the second. That was later. Time. That, that was, was the second. Oh, that was later. Okay. Together. Okay. When when Vince Russo was there, they kind of like they never really introduced Russo. They just kind of like he's a high, the higher power. So yeah. No, they the called them the powers, the powers that, be. that be. It was yeah. him and Ed. I was gonna say Ed Sheeran. It was uh, wow. Ed Ferrara. Ed Ferrara. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the redheaded nerd? Well, who's the Vince, Vince Russo? Russo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So, but anyways, definitely, I think right now what they're doing is they are definitely throwing things um, against the wall. I'm almost thinking there's a little bit of panic, especially now with, we're into 2019. The Fox show is starting in... Probably the fall, I guess. The fall, September, October. And uh, they need to be able to entice people to watch these shows on Fox. Probably even more so than Raw needs to... Um, get people on USA because that's on cable. Yep. So that's a little different. The the audience is a little bit different. But when we're, you're talking mainstream network television, um, it's a whole different sort of audience. So they and that's probably why Fox wants to go a little bit more more like sports enhanced. Like sure. they wanted to see more like a competition, and not necessarily just you know an entertainment show. They wanted to kind of look more like a sports show. Right. Because it is a different audience that they're going to be uh, catering to. So they really need to um, do something, especially SmackDown. It, it's it's kind of float, kind of uh, what's the, not floating. It's, it is a flo- it is floating. Floundering is the floundering. word I'm looking okay. for. Floundering. I thought you were gonna say it's like what do you call it when like the roll? It's like a sp- sp- swirling. Like a whirlpool. Swirl? No, it's like a, what do you call that when it's like a. Like a turd that's like swirling in the toilet. That teeny little it's nugget? A, I think no, you call, it's a nugget. floater. No, I don't think so. Yeah, Maybe they call floater. those floaters. Maybe floater. It's a floater. Too much bran or not, a, was like not enough. Bang it against a pot or something like that. Gross. <laughs> what? Anyway, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> On his podcast. That was very fecal. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel Bryan. On his podcast, Dinner with the King. Jerry Lawler claimed there is, or at least was, real heat between Nia Jax and R-Truth for how she knocked him face first in the wall at the Royal Rumble. This has actually been disproven. Um, has it been? Yeah, because they, uh, I can't remember if it was Nia or Truth, they actually posted pictures of them um, like embracing after the Royal Rumble. You know, there might have been just one of those things where they like, 
got mad at each other. Well, they were embracing, all right. Making out. <laughs> there was no making out. In Vegas. <laughs> With AJ and Samoa Joe. Sweet Samoan ass cheeks. <laughs> Vince was on camera. He had the camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sweet Samoan cheek. This time she actually is Samoan. So it counts. She actually is Samoan. This, this is some sexy stuff. <laughs> Can you keep it down, Stephanie? Sorry, Hunter. I, sorry, Hunter. I gotta get up the camera again. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take a drag of this massive cigarette. Through my neck hole. Sound <laughs> 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 like a big sip of soup. I'm just, I'm just visualizing this. She's trying to take a, trying to take a drag of her cigarette and a sip of soup at the same time. <laughs> While she's recording <laughs> porn of AJ Styles. What? <laughs> Again, going back to Vegas. Becky, sweetheart, you gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> There's something wrong with your knee, there, sweetheart. You've been walking around like that for a while now. Okay. Uh, according to PW Insider, the original Hart Foundation, who was Jimmy Hart, Bret Hart, and Jim Neidhart, will be the first inductees announced for WWE's 2019 Hall of Fame class. Do you think this is because Jim Neidhart couldn't make the Hall of Fame all by himself? Well, he never would, no. No, absolutely. I don't no, think he would either. But um, I think I think probably it's because he died. Yeah. Okay. To be perfectly just, honest. I just wanted yeah. your thoughts on this. Yeah. And yeah. Could, and because Jimmy Hart's speech last year was so riveting. <laughs> did he did he give a speech last year? Yeah, he uh, inducted uh, Hillbilly Jim. No. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> that's a that's a weird choice too, to induct Hillbilly Jim. Was his speech good? I know Hillbilly Jim's was about forty minutes of straight jibber jabber. Well, his was only ten minutes of jibber jabber. Oh wow! Hello, my name's Jimmy Hart. That was pretty good. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> On uh, it's other eighty three weeks or uh, the Bruce Pritchard podcast something yeah. to wrestle where he does like a really funny thing about uh Jimmy Jimmy Hart he's got this I guess he's got this restaurant on the beach okay he's like Jimmy he's like yeah Jimmy Hart's Jimmy Hart's crabs and seafood baby they got cold beer cans on us baby <laughs> <laughs> he's right by the water baby <laughs> oh, oh so many babies so Bret Hart's gonna be a two time inductee. I He's going to catch up to, to Rick at this stage. I think Flair's the only one, right? That's the two-time? I would think oh, so, three-time. Yep. Oh, no, future three-time. Will we be the three, third time? If he goes with Evolution, I guess. Oh, yeah. I guess if they induct Evolution, right? Well, yeah. they, they certainly will, so... you got to wait for Wharton, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it'll be a few years, I guess. But And if he goes to AEW, they may never induct him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Screw you, Orton. <laughs> you and all these years you've worked here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, I kind of like this. I kind of like this Heart Foundation. The only thing that's a bit of a bummer is that they're gonna they're they're going to um, induct uh, you know uh, Jimmy Hart, Bret Hart, and the Anvil. Yeah. I um you know since he passed away, I'm thinking they're n- then that means they're not going to induct Bam Bam or Vader. 
I don't I, know. In my opinion, they can get they can maybe get away from that. They can the induct, post- but he'll be the posthumous. Yeah. Do so you, you think it looks bad if you induct too many people that aren't there? No, I don't think so. I think it's just that I don't think. Okay. They're going to do it. No, I think okay. it's. Dep- I think it, it, it is because it's kind of depressing. It is. It kind of brings it down to uh, to induct all these people that are no longer with <laughs> the us. The whole right? Hall of yeah. Fame is dead people. Yeah. All every single one of them. And here's the representatives, representing Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Natalia, representing Bam Bam. Canyon. Oh wait. Where is he? Canyon. Who better? <laughs> How about Luna? Oh. Oh no. I know Andre. Oh wait. Um, Big John Stud. Oh. Um, hmm. How about Vader? I don't know. Vader was the next one. Who's inducting Vader? We really didn't think this through. Test? Cut! Cut! <laughs> Who said test? Uh, but, um, yeah, so anyways. Cut! <laughs> the crowd has to pretend. <laughs> oh. We cut here. Anywho. Alright, next up, when it comes to the 2019 Hall of Fame, Dave Meltzer said on Observer Radio that there's not much talk backstage about headliners which who normally would, of course, have been announced by now. And the 2019 class seems to be a low priority for the company. Mm. So we've gone from rumored The Rock going into the Hall of Fame this year to the Hall of Fame isn't a big priority and they don't have any headliners. There's still two months, two, three months. Yeah, usually shortly after the Royal Rumble, they've announced yeah. somebody by now. So it is a little bit I mean, they odd. can do it at the Elimination Chamber. They can, yeah. They've got lots of time. It's yeah. no big deal. I don't know. It just made complete sense to have Dwayne Johnson inducted this year out of any other year. Are they ending in? Maybe they'll induct Paige for uh, a movie. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So Paige shows up on Raw this week. Paige here. Yeah. She shows up. She's like, did you miss me? Oh, and no. The, and the crowd's like, yay. Not really. We just <laughs> she weren't you. really gone. We see her all the time. And then she and then she just plugged her movie and said, "Here's the trailer." Oh no! And she pointed up there. to the Titantron, and then they showed the trailer, and that's all you saw of her. And then she ran away. And then she booked it. You didn't even see her walk away. No, no, no. no. Then they went to commercial after that. I think. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so bad. So bad. Did you watch Raw this week? I watched a good chunk of it. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen SmackDown at all, but okay. I did watch a bit of Raw. You missed big things on SmackDown. Did I really? No. No. Did you watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> I just know you didn't miss anything. Oh. And if you would have missed Raw, you wouldn't have missed much. Horton versus Mustafa was pretty good. Holy good. size difference, Batman. No kidding. That sounds Jeez. like a decent match, though. I think Mustafa's smaller than uh, Ray. No. Mm. A lot more muscle on Ray. Hard to say. He's short, I think though. he's taller. He's way taller. Right? Like he's, I think he's about 5'10", 5'11". I think, I think, I think Mustafa's about one eighty five, one ninety. I, th- I think he's probably like Finn Balorish. Yeah. You know what I've come to realize, and we'll talk about this very soon. Uh, speaking of Ray, is when you watch Ricochet wrestle, it completely overshadows anything Ray can do in that ring. Oh. Because <laughs> Ricochet is amazing. Well, different era for sure. Like di- just a completely different uh, style. Yeah. Like he's a high flyer, but like in a just like a completely <laughs> a whole different, another mind blowing level. He takes it to an absolutely an entire different level. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that soon. So finally, 
Fightful says the next WWE show in Saudi Arabia will take place on May 3rd, 2019. Not another one! So it's probably going to be WrestleMania, then this, then another pay-per-view like two weeks after. Oh, and that last Saudi show was terrible. It was not good. That was Brock versus Daniel Bryan. But it might be another Greatest Royal Rumble. See, I like that one. But I don't think they're going to be able to top it. That one was good. The one with Jericho was in it for $100,000 for four minutes. Actually, I wonder if this one is going to be almost in competition with Double or Nothing. Ooh. Yeah, when is that? May 9th, right? I think so the following week, yeah. 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 But you Double or Nothing is going to do pretty good. I think it's going to be pretty good. I think I think, I think, think they've got so much hype. We might have to get together and watch it. Oh, I'd love to watch and it. we'll yeah. review the crap out of it. And it's not going to be like, you know, the New Japan show that's on at like 2 in the morning. Yeah, It'll no. be a regular time. It'll be a regular time show, for sure. Is that a Saturday or a Sunday? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's idea. a great question, actually. Because, yeah, WWE always does their Sunday shows. Yeah. And prob- this uh, Saudi Arabia show is probably a Friday. It would be a Friday, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be like 10 o'clock on the Friday. Yeah. 20 o'clock on wonder the Friday. I wonder what they're going to call it. I wonder if every single show that they're going to have, what is it? They have like, how many do you have? Like 15 contracted with them or something? Uh, I wonder if they're all going to be different names or if they're going to loop them every year or whatnot. I don't know. Je ne sais quoi. Crowner Jewel. <laughs> Crowning Jewel. Oh, it's actually not till May 25th. Oh. So it's not till later in the oh, month. Yeah. So it's not won't be competition no. actually at all. Cool. Well, never mind then. Forget I said anything. So that's our rumors of the week. Before we uh, move on to our Dean Ambrose departure discussion, we're going to quickly discuss halftime heat. Mind. I hear you unfortunately didn't get around to watching it. No, it was too busy cheering on my boys, Maroon 5. Woo! Oh, man. Oh, no. Sorry to hear that. Never knew the mind was such a big fan of Adam Levine. Is it Levine? Yes. <laughs> okay. I knew that much. Jimmer, you watched uh, some ch- of it? A good chunk, a good chunk of, of this of match. It? Yes, for sure. I've definitely uh, um, watched a, a good portion. Yes. Gotta say, this match was awesome. The guys pulled out everything. They could tell that there was a lot of uh, potential eyes on them. They knew it was the um, halftime of the Super Bowl. Now, you had mentioned off, off air there, uh, mind, that they couldn't mention... The actual name Super Bowl. No, whenever they were talking about it, they were talking about the, the, the match during the big game. Even Sean at one point uh, before, it said so, like a Super Something Show. And it's Who like, Sean, instead of Super Bowl. Who's Sean? Sean Waltman. Sean Waltman. Oh. Okay. Sean Michaels. Oh. Oh, he was talking about it. Oh, yeah, because he was commentary, right? That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, uh, yeah, he couldn't say Super Bowl, so he was like, Super Something Show. So... <laughs> Yeah, they were using keywords and whatnot as much as possible. Yeah. The match was nonstop. It was high-flying everywhere. Who fought in the match? It was Alistair Black versus the world. Just kidding. Alistair like Black Bart versus the world. Velveteen <laughs> Dream. And who's number three? Ricochet. Ricochet. One and only. Versus Tommaso Ciampa. Johnny Gargano. And Adam Cole, baby! The champion of the tomatoes. Yeah. Kind of a takeover. Top six guys when you think of it. I'd say so. Is that about right? You know what's interesting, actually? One thing I noted is that in in all of the entrances, I think the guy that got the biggest pop was definitely Velveteen Dream. Absolutely he was. Yeah. Yeah, he really was. He had uh, quite the get-up on. Well, he was wearing. Well, he was wearing like a, it looked like t- 
for at first he looked like it was just tights, um, like he was normally wear, um, and his dream T-shirt, which I think I'd like to buy. Um, Please never wear that. The dream shirt. The one where his belly button shows. No, not that. Oh, not that thank one. Thank God. His T-shirt. Oh, thank God. Purple. It is purple, kind of like the Macho Man T-shirt, that old school Macho Man, that kind of pinky purpley one. Just don't yeah. cut the belly button off. I will. Nobody's seeing my belly button when I'm walking around, okay? Woo! Just a circle for the belly button. <laughs> Just for a circle for the belly button, and then I can I can like stick my finger in it if I want to once in a while. You can go to Vegas, and that can chill. be a, that can be a target for AJ Styles or Samoa Joe. Oh my! <laughs> Anyways, as he's coming down the aisle, he whips off that sh- that T-shirt, and he's wearing like this really short little shirt <laughs> that kind of looks like a football uh, jersey. Please and never I'm, buy that shirt. That shirt is def- definitely not coming home with me. <laughs> And then you could tell, yeah, it was kind of like a football getup. Was it yeah. at the Performance Center or was it at the Full Sail? Performance this Center. This one is at the Performance Center, yeah. They, yeah. There they, was a fair amount of fans, I guess. Uh, five or six hundred, maybe. I mean, it could, they, I don't think it can help. I don't, honestly don't think it holds that many. Yeah, they, they clearly were asking people, come in and watch. Yeah, and they had said that it was actually the first live uh, televised event uh, from the Performance Center. I was going to say, I don't think they do them because they don't. They, they have to, like,. Were there like rings in the background, or did they have to take those down? Or? Uh, I don't know. They had it. I guess they. I guess they must have had it covered up with maybe like a backdrop or something. Oh, okay. Because because uh, they had an entrance way for all the guys with uh, with uh, with a screen and oh, everything. Really? So okay. the camera angle was a little off at one point. And you can tell that there was a little like a restaurant or a cafe in the back. It was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Just eating. <laughs> Just Samoa Joe in the back. The fans were all wrestlers. He's got his, he's got his camera on his shoulder, and you just see his shaking because that's where he's chewing. Hum, 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 Eating hum. a giant hoagie. <laughs> the hoagie gets in the in the shot sometimes. Oh. Piece of bread. He's like, he's like a Brody on, with, on Seinfeld with a giant bag of candy. <laughs> it's like a first-person shooter, but with a giant sub. <laughs> <laughs> it's a foot-long sub. Football meatball. Meatball sub. It's like Homer's old sub from the gar- in the garbage can. That's, that's blue. <laughs> Homer, put that back. Oh. You're the reason for this. Oh, how can I stay mad at you? <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> the cameraman was actually Mojo Raleigh. Oh, no. So I'm trying to open up that can of pork and beans. Mojo. Mojo, Mojo. staring at the mirror. <laughs> Mojo. <laughs> so how's the match? The match is good. Yeah, it was really, really good. I'm really happy that, uh, spoiler alert, the face is one. Oh, surprise, surprise. I know. It was a good feel-good moment. But, uh, yeah, they were all over the place. Adam Cole was a little bit of a weird add-on to the Ciampa Gargano team, but it worked. A lot of super kicks in that match. Holy jeez. You, know you know what move I will say that I feel is overused? Um, apparently... Uh, Adam Cole has been using it for a long, long time, but I've seen it on 205. I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen it um, on NXT a couple times from different people. P- P.D. Williams? Uh, the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you really? know what, though? He, oh. does, he does his way better than P.D. Williams. He does it quite Jumps good. Jumps off the ropes. He has a name for it. He has a different name like for Shining it. Wizard or something. No, no. The Canadian Destroyer. I don't think I've seen that on 205 Live. No. But. I saw somebody do it actually on the ring apron. Oh, wow. Where did I see that? I don't remember. I, maybe, apron. Maybe it wasn't WWE. It was somewhere else. Anyways. I like how he does the, the double barrel shotgun thing there from the top ropes and then jumps and yeah, does the Canadian Destroyer. I yeah. thought it was pretty cool, cool, to be honest. There was one where the... Uh, oh, he should have won, but he didn't with that move. No but, kidding. 
I think there was there was one spot that was really cool. Gargano went for a uh, um, uh, Hurricane Rana off the top rope onto Ricochet, and Ricochet did like a double flip and landed on his feet. Oh yeah, it was like, ridiculous. Yeah, he he's insane. Ricochet is just. I think he did that during the match at Takeover. I think he did too. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So the faces won. Who, how, do you remember the ending? Um, who got the pin? Who ate the I pin? think Velveteen Dream did, got if I can pin, recall yeah. correctly. Right. Yeah, you could tell they're really pushing the crap out of him at this stage in the game, especially with him winning the uh, Worlds Collide tournament. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert. So, yeah. I, I think that he, uh, he could very well be a future champ. Who was on commentary? Oh, it was uh, Vic Joseph and Shawn Michaels. Oh, everyone's favorite. Which was kind of strange. Um, Vic Joseph, not not fantastic. Shawn Michaels, quite good, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, surprisingly, yeah. I thought he was going to be all over the place in a very much Shawn Michaels-like fashion. Right, But right. Uh, he was okay. He was with it tonight. He, he was definitely with it. He was given lots of props. He seemed like he had um, knowledge of the guys, which is good. Well, he said like he was excited. Well, he's like the head yeah. trainer there, isn't he? I don't know if he's a head trainer, but he's involved. Okay. He said he was like a kid in a candy store. He oh, did nice. say that. Yeah. Was yeah. he wearing a suit or a cowboy hat? Cowboy hat. Wife beater and jeans and stuff. <laughs> no, with a black t-shirt. Okay. He was sitting down. I don't know what he. I don't, I don't know if he was wearing pants or not. But. <laughs> he was Cowboy wearing, boots. He was wearing uh, Velveteen Dream's shirt. <laughs> borrowed it from him. <laughs> Little shirt. I borrowed it from Jimmer. <laughs> <laughs> My belly shirt. <laughs> For some reason the belly button's cut out. <laughs> oh, was man. the ring smaller? Uh, no, it didn't seem to be didn't smaller. Seem, no, seemed normal okay. to me. Yeah. Cool. What would you rate the match? Uh, I'd give it a, a solid nine at least. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you might want to watch it. That's high praise. It's, That's uh, high praise. Yeah, it was really good. I would, uh, I'd be happy with uh, that match at Mania. That, that's for sure. Cool. Yes, sir. So let's move on over to our main topic of discussion. Dean Ambrose leaving the WWE. Crazy. So yeah. it's interesting that they announced it, like we said, um, well in advance. Yeah, and then confirmed it on WWE.com. We were, like, talking yeah. about how, well, you know, it, it might be a work, might not be you know, real. And then they mentioned on WWE.com, there were still fans that were actually saying, oh, it might still be a work. Yeah. I don't know. They even used his real name on the website. I think when you, they use the, the shoot name of the wrestler, that's pretty much solidified that they're gone. It's just that it's it's hard to tell because it's so long. It's like it's... Like, after WrestleMania, you never know. Like, you almost never know what's going to happen. Well, uh, if you recall a few years ago there, I mean, the whole... The, the original plan was for Roman Reigns to beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. Right? But then three days before WrestleMania or whatever, Brock Lesnar comes out and says he's retired from UFC and he signed a new three-year deal with WWE. Yeah. I guess that's four years ago now. Is that where he, like, beat up John Cena? Mm, no, because that's no. longer oh, I thought than that was years. the night before 34. When what? When he signed a new contract. Uh, no, that might have been, but no, I'm talking about before 31. Oh, oh He was oh, on oh. Uh, ESPN or whatever. Oh, yeah, okay, And he, and he right. was sitting there with, and he was yeah. talking to the coach. Yeah. Yeah, we all just thought Roman's going to beat him. That was the assumption, and yeah. then he comes out and says, no, I got a new contract, and it's like, whoa, now what's going to happen? Yeah. And, I mean, they definitely threw a curveball with, with Seth coming in and actually winning the winning yeah. the match. But well, it's kind um, of funny because yeah. um going back to Dean Ambrose now. Mm-hmm. When Ronda Rousey, I guess Ronda Rousey wasn't all that popular after all. 
Because as soon as they heard Ronda Rousey was leaving, even though nothing's been official yet, yeah, they started booting the hell out of her. Yeah. But now that Dean Ambrose is leaving and it's all but confirmed, even by WWE, mm. they're cheering him. Yeah, it's kind of weird, eh? Oh, they're, are they? They were cheering him on Monday. Hmm, interesting. They were cheering him, yeah. They were, I, I think they were please don't go or something like that. or Wow. Thank you, Dean, or something. That's pretty respectful. I don't remember the act, if there were chants, but you, you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they like his leather jacket. What can you say? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really like the fact that he uh, was put uh, put up against that EC3. Well, he's almost acting like almost like a face. It was weird. It was, yeah. Facey. Yeah, a little facey. He was acting like a face, and EC3 was acting like a heel. No, it's just no. He was acting like 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 Dean Ambrose, kind of like when he was against when he was feuding with Seth Rollins, kind of like evil and being the bad guy. But now he's kind of like but against when he was. Uh, before that, cutting a promo on EC3, he was like cracking jokes, like, "Hey, are you a Creed fan? You look like a Creed fan." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just kind of, just kind of like some eccentric kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like kind of sure. funny stuff that the fans would pop for. Right. Yeah, you're right. That is kind of faceish. 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 All right, so let's then get. Of course, he lost humiliatingly to. Yeah, that's EC3. Crazy. And EC3 looked like he injured himself, so I'm not even sure. He's... He's going to be around. <laughs> I'm not sold on EC3 myself personally, but that's another topic for another day. I agree. They didn't let him talk. That was weird. It was weird. Because he's not good on the microphone. Nobody wants to I hear him. he's man. pretty good at the mic. Nobody wants to hear him. I think we talked about it just during the Razzies slash Argies. Oh. But anywho, we digress. First big question of the evening. Do we feel Dean Ambrose was disrespected to the point where he'd want to leave WWE or... Is it possible that Dean himself could be to blame for his misuse in the company? What's your thoughts, mine. Start with you. Well, I find it weird. I find it odd that he would he would feel disrespected because it, I felt like when he came back from injury, they're like it was a pretty big push. I mean, that Seth Dean feud was pretty high, high, uh, pretty top notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, high with up Seth. There. Yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. That was it one was, of the main ones. It was high. Oh, it was definitely high up on the card. For sure. And there, I think last week we had mentioned that there were rumors that he was supposed to be part of an even bigger plan post-WrestleMania. Yeah. Did they just think maybe, I don't know, did he think like the whole Bane thing was kind of foolish? Maybe thought that was kind of dumb? I could. I certainly agree that he probably thought that was dumb. I, I certainly think so. But I can see it on the flip side, though, and we've talked about this in the past, uh, and going back a few years when he was on Austin's podcast, and Austin was saying, you know, you're getting complacent. Because it seems like you're getting a little complacent. And Dean kind of looked like kind of almost um, insulted. Mm. Uh, But I kind of agreed with Austin. uh, Because there's often times where Ambrose comes across as being a little lazy and a little complacent. Like he doesn't care. Doesn't doesn't want to grab that brass ring. Doesn't care. Comes across as kind of like the stoner gimmick. Uh, We talked about this. And that's not always a good thing. He hasn't really been doing that quite as much. But he's a very unique cat, right? So, has he been doing everything possible that he, can, that he can do compared to even, like, a Seth to try and be that headlining act? I don't know. I'm not sure if like that he has. Like, he's changed his look. He's changed his attitude. He does have extra muscle. I'll give you that. The music's changed, although slightly. <laughs> Ever so slightly. Yeah. I mean, but all you need is a little addition. Yeah. Oh, no, just, like, the burn it down. Yeah. That was an addition, right, to Seth's. So, and yeah, you are right. I, I didn't think of that. But yeah, he changed his haircut. He grew his beard and he put on, what was it, 10 to 20 pounds of muscle? 10 to 15? Uh, I had, uh, you know, a good, a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just scruff, it's actual beard. That's right. Yeah. Agreed. 
So yeah, you're Shaves right. His chest. He's do- <laughs> that I didn't notice, but okay. <laughs> In the back of his neck. Shave his back too. Shave his armpits. <laughs> Shave his knuckles. Shave his knuckles. His knees. Shave the bear tattoo off his knee. <laughs> that's not my. That's not your knee, Dean. Oh yeah, sorry. Here's you, your knee back. That's drugged pee. <laughs> what are you doing to my knee, mate? I'll break your fingers for that, <laughs> or I'll twist them, pull them back. Give me that. Really far. Give me that thumb. Give me that thumb. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's the best. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, he he certainly has changed, you know, compared to that of even two years ago. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he isn't complacent and lazy <laughs> as much as I thought he was at one point of his career. Well, at one point he was almost like scrawny. He was very skinny. Yes, very skinny. Anorexic. Maybe not quite that bad, but so just recently there was that WWE Chronicle uh, a couple months ago uh, on Dean Ambrose, and it, it's kind of started off. As it seemed like a shoot, but it kind of turned into a work near the end because he started turning more and more heel about, you know, why he turned on Seth. But do you feel that that Chronicle may have had some more shoot perspectives to it than anyone really realized in regards to him being unhappy? Because he was touching on him being unhappy in that Chronicle. Did, did you see it? Did you see the special mind? Or did the mind miss that too? I'm not a big Dean Ambrose fan, to be honest, so no, I didn't watch it. No. I never watched it. I didn't watch no. it either. You guys, not impressed with your performance, <laughs> as Mr. GSP would say. Yeah, but I mean, if, if he did seem a little bit unhappy he in did, that, though. Yeah. In the Chronicle. It's, yeah. it's maybe, may, but he could have been working, yeah. Maybe. Well, he's just... He may, shouldn't. <laughs> he might just be bored. You know, maybe, like, he might just be kind of just kind of sick of the whole wrestling game for all, for now. But also, when you think about it, he's kind of done everything there is to do in WWE. You get, I mean, yeah, you get to a point like he hasn't been the Universal Champion, but he's been the IC Champion. He's, he's been, been the US cha- Champion. He's been the WWE Champion. Yeah. He's he's been a Tag Team Champion. Yeah, yeah like where, where else do you go? Right? There's nothing left to do. There's, you, he, maybe he feels that way. There's nothing left to really do. Who knows? So will Renee Young, his wife, stay in the WWE? Or will she leave? What's your thoughts? Uh, I think she's going to stay. I think she loves WWE. Um, I think, I think it all depends on what he ends up doing. If he doesn't, it, like if he ends up, like just not wrestling at all and just kind of staying at home and kind of doing his own thing, then I, I think she will. She'll just stay in WWE. But if he decides to move on and potentially wrestle for another company, maybe we'll talk about that in a minute or so. Um, then I think she she might have to leave. Do you think I there'd think be any might... awkwardness, like similar to that of CM Punk and AJ Lee in the past, I think when so. CM Punk had left and AJ stuck around for a little bit? I think it would be, feel very very awkward. Yeah, so I Renee. think there... for Renee, yes, yeah. exactly. So I think there was some awkwardness when Lee stuck around there for a bit. Yeah, well, we talked about the same thing about like, for example, we talked about um, uh, Daniel Bryan in the fall signing maybe with. Like you know, showing up at the showing up at All In, oh yeah, maybe going back to Ring of Honor, that sort of thing. But but where does that leave Bree? Yeah, that's right? true. That like it, that that could be very very awkward for him to move and be wrestling in another company while his wife 
is employed by WWE, a, a direct competitor, you know, as much as you want to look at it, potentially a competitor. Um, kind of a weird situation. So yep. um, I think there would definitely be some awkwardness if uh, she stayed in WWE and he moved on to another company for sure. Yeah. Mind. How will any references to the shield be handled in the future, especially upon return of Roman Reigns? That's very difficult, but it can be done. Can be done. All you have to do is say the shield. We're their brothers. Do you think they'll avoid the the, the word Dean Ambrose? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. I think so as well. They're not going to talk about him at all. No. No, it, he'll basically be erased. Yeah. It'll be it'll be like he never existed. Until it comes back. You'll, you'll hear the Maybe. odd one, because sometimes it's inevitable, but they will try their hardest not to say that. Yeah, yeah, they'll do, like, subtle hints, like, or, like, like if they, they, try to, they try to bring it back, it's like, it can never be what it once was, or something like that. Because I think the odd Shield's time dead. you'll even yeah. hear the name CM Punk, but they try everything in their power not to say that name. Well, even if they're cheering him, like if they're in Chicago or they're <laughs> in, in some city where they're cheer, chanting CM Punk, they'll, they'll n- virtually never... Um, directly mention his name. Like they'll say something like, "He's not here, guys," or yeah, yeah. or they'll say, "Maybe he can go get himself choked out again," or something like that. Oh. But they never actually say his name. No. So, um, yeah, I don't. They're not going to reference him at all. Like like you said, mine. They might say they might refer to like the brothers, or they'll refer to the shield, or they'll say something like, "Yeah, it can never be the same," or something like that. Right. But they're never actually going to come right out and 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 uh, and talk about him. They're not going to go, "Hey, where's Dean Ambrose? Where's I don't know. He's here a minute ago. Where's <laughs> Deanie boy? I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. I thought I saw his name on WWE.com." Thumbs up. This is his Bane character here. <laughs> Here's his jacket. Here's his jacket. Hey, Dean Ambrose's wife. Do you know where Dean Ambrose is? Dean Ambrose's wife? <laughs> jeans! <laughs> and he's wearing some boots. Here's his boots. There's his jeans. Here's his jacket. His man thong. His man thong. <laughs> his, his, his mom. His hair grease. <laughs> Gold chain, his his back hair was shaved off. Wait a minute, this is Razor Ramon's clothing. Bag of back hair. <laughs> What's this giant bag of back hair? He's just been saving it. it smells like Dean Ambrose's back hair. Why does it taste like potato chips? Why are you eating them, De- <laughs> Seth Rollins? Why can't I stop, <laughs> dude? This back hair is the bomb, bro. It's so crunchy, dude. Oh, it's so- crispy, bro. <laughs> Salty in the right places. <laughs> these deep, <laughs> these deep fried hickory sticks are the bomb. That's Dean Ambrose's back hair. This is delish. Same difference, dude. <laughs> dude, hey, Bros, share some with me. Here you go, Matt. Bros. Yeah, oh yeah, Matt Riddle. <laughs> me, me too. Shut up, knockout artist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the big question, could Dean Ambrose be leaving pro wrestling altogether to pursue a non-wrestling role, such as acting in his hit movie, 12 Rounds 4? So that was that was the movie he was in, he's, 12 Rounds 4? There's only one movie he's been in. Tomorrow. No, I think it's 12 Rounds 3, right? I don't know. Uh, it was 3, so it would be 4 now. So the first it, one was with John Cena? Cena, then the Orton. The second one was Orton. Third then was it was Ambrose. Ambrose. Okay. So could he be doing four? Twelve rounds, four. They should be called. It should be called forty-eight rounds. 
Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Every time it goes up in 12. <laughs> or, of course, could you see him heading on over to a little company called A.E. Or could join the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, and CM Punk can write for him or what? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so Double or Nothing is in Vegas. Where does Dean, La- Dean Ambrose live? Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby! I think he's going there. He's going there? Yeah, we'll I do. We'll see him. I do. I do. I think what I'll... name is he going to use? Ambi Deaner. Oh, you guys are pretty good with this. Pull an impact name. What do you got? Ambi Deaner. That's What's what you... Ambi Deaner doing here in Vegas, baby? What's Dan Andros? <laughs> What's Dan Androsy doing in the end? Maybe we'll go by his uh, old indie name, John Moxley. What's John Moxley doing here in the uh, in the, the all or nothing? They say zone. the impact yeah. zone. Yeah. Uh, you moron. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, guys. I knew we shouldn't have hired Mojo for this. <laughs> you guys are paying me $3,000 a year. Give me some cred. <laughs> some cred. Um, why do you have to carry that mirror with you? <laughs> Practicing. So for uh, Dan Androsi, <laughs> nice. I think he's definitely going to be. Yeah, no. I sorry. I don't know for sure if he's going to be in AEW. I'm not sure. No. I, you think I, he might go to acting? Become a, the the next Rock slash Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe become a sculptor. So yeah, so Ambrose is apparently friends with uh, Jericho and Cody Rhodes. I read. I did sense. not know this. Mm, well, there you go. Maybe it was uh, due to that long story he had with that jacket of Jericho's. Oh yeah, well they, yeah, they had a good feud, yeah. Damaged. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And what was it called? What was Mitch the plant? Oh, yeah, that's right. Where the crowd was cheering for the plant and they weren't supposed to, <laughs> yeah. and Jericho got mad about it. it wasn't the worst thing ever. And then uh, the, I guess the Shield fought uh, the Rhodes brothers. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, they they they've certainly interacted. Yeah, and obviously they, I mean not obviously, but they could totally have um, had a friendship backstage. Yeah. Okay, so aside from AEW, do you honestly see? Could you actually see Dean Ambrose going to any other wrestling organization, uh, such as you know New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact? Because no. I don't think he would fit in any of those. He w- His style is very different. He's definitely not going to Impact. Wrestling, what, for sure. What was he from? What's kind of like he was known? But was it like Dragon Gate or? I think he was in. Gorilla? Was he in? No, I think he was in um, like CZW or something. It was like Combat Zone Wrestling. Oh, maybe that's where he'll go, which it probably doesn't exist anymore. It still exists, but I mean, he's only going to make five bucks a night with a hot dog. <laughs> so, Sweet a hot dog. dog. <laughs> so he's not going to make much money. He's <laughs> a crusty. Here's a red pen for your work. Here's a here's a Costco hot dog. Ooh, here's a newspaper for the blood. <laughs> and here and here's some uh, here's some fried onions. Puts it on top. It's just wet newspaper. Thanks, knockout artist. So a recent rumor. Regarding Ambrose, it's possible WWE could freeze Dean's contract for the time he was out injured. But Dave Meltzer doesn't think that will happen since the company already announced he was leaving in April. Mm -hmm. So I guess when we hear the term freeze, that would essentially mean Dean would have to work, uh, work off the amount of time that he was injured 
prior to leaving the company, I would assume? Um, my guess is it's almost like they would use it as a uh, like a no-compete clause. Oh, okay. Similar that, to something like that. That makes sense as well. Like, it's not a true no-compete because, like, for example, if lots of times when they'll give them a release, the guy, a guy will release or a girl will release... Um, yeah, but they'll be like here, but you can't work. You can't work anywhere else. But for they can still do negotiations. Yeah, kind of, you, kind of like Pac, right? Yeah, like you can ex- exactly. And then, and when the set ninety, once that ninety days is done, yeah, you can instantly sign. You know, sign the next yeah, but day. You, you can keep, just just because and just because they announced that he was leaving WB in April. That was, oh, we just we just went WWE TV. You can sit at home for three months. Sure, sure, they can exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, but but I mean, I think what it is that these days the the fans are too smart for that. Like they'll be like, yeah, you know, he's le- he's done in April. Well, if he's done in April, he's done in April. You know, yeah. we're gonna find we're gonna know that he's not actually gone from WWE until July. He's working as a as a mail as a as a mailman in the office. He's just he's working catering. <laughs> So yeah, there's so there's there's been rumors of other individuals interested in leaving WWE. It's a little bit of a different scenario because Dean's contract is basically up, whereas Sasha Banks and the Revival, who are one of the heavier set of rumors that want to leave the company, their contracts aren't up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They just want to leave. Yeah, they, those ones would be straight up releases. I know the Revivals have been denied. We truly don't know if Sasha Banks actually asked to leave. No, that's, that's just a rumor. The only thing is the only the only the only thing it's it's based on is I think a reply that she that she replied maybe to the revival saying that we want to leave and then she replied back take me with you or it, that literally oh, is what that's it is. Basically, that's basically all that rumor is based she on. She did. It. She replied to the uh, to the revival and she said a couple of things. She said something like take me with you or do your thing or something. Like a good idea or but she definitely, like yeah, something like that. But she definitely said, "Take me with you." Interesting. Yeah. So, but I mean, her posting something like that almost makes you think. Hmm. I wonder if she is interested in maybe moving on somewhere. Because truth be told, you know, even though she's a four or five time champion now, she hasn't been doing anything for the last year. She year holds and her into her championships for like up to a week. That's and then right. Loses yeah. them. Yeah, yeah she is. Right she's not yep. even a real champion. She's kind of was. She really was just a placeholder for Charlotte. More That's than anything. correct. Yeah, she's a placeholder champion. Period. Well, she was someone that Charlotte could beat Charlotte, and then in that feud, like I guess they didn't want to have Charlotte hold the title the entire time. Right. Yeah. You, you have to have Charlotte win one match. Yeah. Or Sasha win one match. So, what did I say? Charlotte. Yeah. Because Charlotte's won home every other match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sasha's going to win one. Yeah. Give one to her. <laughs> and last big question. So if Ronda Rousey were to come back to pro wrestling, assuming that she's leaving, could you see her possibly doing the ultimate F you to Vince and her going over to AEW? Instead of WWE, that would be a big, uh, that, a big fu. That'd be a huge screw you. Um, could you see it? If, I don't think so. Because her dream's always been to go to WWE, right? Yeah. I think what I think when it comes right down to it, if she leaves at the end of after WrestleMania, um, she's gonna leave essentially to try and start a family. Right. And. Um, I'm not quite sure how old she is. She's what, early thirties? Yeah, I would say thirty-five. Thirty-five? Thirty-four, thirty-three, thirty-five. Well, something like that. So she's you know, she's prime years. Sure. 
and uh, for that sort of thing. So childbearing years. Childbearing years. So if she does leave, right? Um, you know, and has a kid, or maybe even has two kids. You know, we're talking, you know, three, four years down the road, perhaps, yeah. for when she comes back. If AEW has gotten huge, then maybe yeah, who, she yeah, would who go knows there. what's going to see what AEW? We, is who knows what AEW is going to look like in five years? Yeah. I mean, if there will be an AEW. A, maybe there will be no AEW. Maybe this whole thing's going to be a flop. I mean, it's there's a, there's a lot of hype. Um, I th- there's tons of potential there, but at the end of the day, it could be a flop. Who knows? She's 32. She's only 32. So she's got lots of time. Born February 1st, 1987. Oh, there you go. 87. Oh, she's the same age as my wife. There you go. Okay. And uh, with that, I guess that's pretty much the end of our discussion. Um, When it comes to Dean Ambrose, what will his future hold? Only time will tell. And with that, comes to the end of our show. Great talks, guys. That was good. Interesting. Well done. Lots of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that very much so. Talking about old Deanie boy. Who knew that would be fun? Talking about old Halftime Heaty boy. Yeah, your homework is to watch Halftime <laughs> Heat, boys. All right, I will watch Halftime Heat. You have heat. to watch the the other half of Halftime Heat. I'll watch, because uh, right now I'm only, I'm only at a quarter time heat. Okay, we need Scott Steiner here to do the math. <laughs> here, I'll make you a promise. I'll watch Halftime Heat before the next Super Bowl. Oh, okay, great. Then you'll watch the Shawn Michaels Kurt Angle match. Before the next big game. Before the next big game. (laughs) The Grey Cup. (laughs) Anyone knows what that is? Never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Some some sort of sandwich? Something like that. Mm. Mm, I love a good sandwich. (laughs) All right. Well, we want to just thank everyone again for continuing to support the show and listening and sharing. Uh, As always, you can find us pretty much everywhere that you find your favorite podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find us on Breaker.audio. You can find us on Stitcher. Of course, you can find us on our website, regularguyswrestling.com. And you can find us on our second favorite website, listennotes.com, where you can catch all 97, that is right, 97 episodes. That's 97% out of 100 episodes of the RGW Podcast. That was wonderful. Thank you for that math. Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner math? Not quite, but very, very close. Purchase it at all major bookstores. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And, of course, you can catch us. uh, Make sure you connect with us there pretty much uh, on the three main social media networks. You got the Twitter. You got the Facebook. You got the Instagram. We are at RGW Podcast, and we are at the end of episode 97. There's not much left to say, but we will catch you next time. See you on the flip side. Ciao for now.